Alright, so it's 80s time, folks, and uh, this is another decade that is just uh, loaded with horror classics, so this should be a fun decade to talk about as well, and uh, we were just talking about this uh, off-air here, you guys, but uh, there are certain movies, again, like we did with the 70s, that we're going to omit here, right? So I think yeah. we can all agree some of the big heavy hitters that we've either covered on the show or, like, you know, you've heard a lot about already, like Friday the 13th, right? Nightmare yep. on Elm Street. The Shining. The Shining, which, as much as I love The Shining... It's been talked about to death, uh, for sure. I would even uh, hesitate uh, to talk about The Thing here, because yeah. it's one of my all-time favorites, and it's one that we, again, did another episode on. So we're going to try and uh, do as, as many deep cuts as we about, can. What about, here. like, sequels to those, like, the Friday the 13th movies? So I would say those are those are up for grabs. Okay, cool. 100 I, I might, I might yeah. float one of those in there, depending okay. on how this goes. I think goes. I know which one you might do it, and it, uh, I think I, I, I like that movie a lot. So, um, in keeping order with the draft uh, order in keeping order with the draft order that we already started. Uh, that means, so I finished off the 70s with Piranha, and it means it's uh, still on to me here for the first pick of the 80s. So, what I am going to pick here, oh my god, this is going to be tough. I have a few here that I really want to pick. You know, I'm going to go, um, we haven't talked a lot about on our show in standalone episodes about David Cronenberg. Nice. Um, who is one of the, you know, he's synonymous with the body horror genre, specifically. Uh, the a, fucking lord of body oh horror. Oh, my dude. God, yeah. So there's a, actually a number of movies. There's three movies that immediately pop into my mind from the 80s that we could talk about here, and who knows, maybe they'll get picked later on down the line. But I'm going to pick my favorite Cronenberg movie, and that is The Fly. Uh, with uh, Jeff Goldblum. I love, hey, what, a, what a great and start. Was, oh. yeah. <laughs> so I love The Fly. Um, I don't know if I've ever been so simultaneously uh, engaged in a movie and so grossed out at the same time. It's, yeah. It is just, a, it's a disgusting movie to watch, but it's... it's but it also has such a wonderful... Like love story behind it, really it. is. It's yeah. such a fucking demented movie. I mean, the, the chemistry between Goldblum and, and Gina Davis is great. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, Seth Brundle is the guy's name. Uh, it's incredibly uh, enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And it, until it's not. Until it's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it, it, it's one of those movies. Like, yes, it uh, it devolves into a disgusting movie where a man turns into a humanoid fly. But it seems like that, like it's kind of plausible. The technology, like okay, this guy, uh, you know, uh, hopped into a teleportation pod, and there was a fly, and their DNA got swapped, and now he's slowly turning into a fly. Um, badly, badly, yeah, very, <laughs> very badly. Uh, but I, I think it's the best performance from Jeff Goldblum in a career of great performances. I Dude, almost talked about Invasion yeah. of the Body Snatchers for the seventies. I all, I want to talk about that one a little it's bit. First Didn't movie. end up picking it. Great, great movie. Mm -hmm. Um, but The Fly is fantastic. He's fantastic in it. Uh, the practical effects hold up like gangbusters if you watch this movie again. And it is not it's the so type of movie gross. that you want to watch on a full stomach no. uh, at <laughs> all. It, it's it's so gross. And, you know, a lot of Cronenberg's movies uh, with the body horror elements are, are symbols for other things. And there's been a lot of people that have said that this is kind of, uh, you know, symbolism for like the AIDS epidemic that yeah. kind of came about in the 80s and you can kind of see this guy his body breaking down and just devolving into this grotesque monster which you know 
I think he did he publicly he like denied that, didn't he? He might have. Yeah. He might have. There's been but a lot is, of I mean, speculation like, about what yeah. it actually is is about. And that could be a number of things, but I just think the the fly is, is is a great movie, and it's a movie that I've watched a lot of times, despite yeah. it being so disgusting. I watched it probably um, probably a couple months ago again. Yeah, great movie. That's one I haven't watched in forever. It's a good yeah. one. It's so it's, good. it's a very good movie. On yeah. top of like that's the thing that's so crazy about like you said, it's like demented because yeah, it's so good. But you have you're subjected to such horrific, disgusting images. And it, you do you you're 100 percent right that it's a good love story too because you want it to work out for them. Yeah, you because know, you feel bad. Like, yeah, you like know you, I mean? you, you know, feel bad for her because she's like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, you didn't have to do this. They clearly like, love yeah. each other, and he's just so he's you know compelled with, with his work, dude. And look at Goldblum in this movie too. Like his hair, he's in handsome good shape. Shit. Like it's handsome just, as shit. Yeah. Incredible shape, dude. He's like doing uh, uh, sit-ups off the yeah, fucking, yeah, like with his yeah. legs over the bar. Yeah, he's looking good. There will be some flies uh, on uh, uh, John, well, uh, the, when the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down at Disneyland, the pirates don't uh, eat the tourists. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how much of his dialogue was improvised. <laughs> Probably so. Because I bet a so lot bad. of it was, because the way he talks, yeah. I'm like, there's no way this was scripted like that. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Uh, now, yeah. uh, now, 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 eventually you might have uh, dinosaurs on your, uh, on your, on your, on your dinosaur tour, right? Hello? Yes? This thing on? All right, enough Jeff Goldblum talk. Matt, we're on to you. All right, my <laughs> first pick for the 80s, I'm going to go with 1981, John Landis' An American Werewolf. Oh, nice pick. Okay. I love this movie so yep. much, yep. dude. It's so much fun. Yep. It's so funny. And a lot of people don't know John Landis did... Uh, Animal House. Yep. And like the National Lampoon stuff. Yep. And then he turns around and he does... Trading Places. Amer- trading Places. Yeah, he does... Uh, and then he turns around and does an American Werewolf in London. Just... It, it's funny, but it's fucking violent, dude. It's a fucking harsh movie. And uh, I think a lot of people went into it kind of expecting... From what I heard when it came out, they were like, oh, this is going to be fun. And it just pff, totally is not. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. a real bleak ending. Uh, if you haven't seen it, but go watch it. It's a fucking awesome movie. It's a lot of fun. There's, it's, it's in its own ballpark, in my opinion. This stands alone as its own horror movie. I honestly say it's the best werewolf movie of all time. Um, it has everything it needs. It has the the old English style folklore. It has the just the the full moon it even spoofs the whole idea of it and Mm -hmm. it just it's so good if you haven't seen it great soundtrack too great soundtrack not one song in the uh soundtrack doesn't mention the full moon yeah yeah it's awesome yeah Yeah. best transformation yeah i would say easily if if, if it's not not the best werewolf movie which i think it's it's at least in the conversation for it it's got probably the best transformation and i believe that was sir rick baker rick baker and uh yeah man that's even now, I watch it and I'm like, "Ow!" Like, yeah. It just looks so fucking painful. It's, yeah, it looks so painful, just like with his hands extending yeah. and like, ugh, like you can hear like his bones cracking yeah. and breaking. But I mean, this is in the conversation for the best horror comedy of all time. I mean, this. Well, the conversations between him and his dead buddy are like when he's like, oh, they're great. I love that his so his buddy coming back like more and more decayed. Yeah, every single so time. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. And like when they're all in the movie theater and they're all like calling him a piece of shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're basically like you're you need to kill yourself. It's yeah. just like wow, like what a dark <laughs> like idea that go into it. So I just thought it was original and well done, and it was funny. It's 
Even the, there's so many sequences that are just so fucking out of control. I was gonna say like the dream sequence yeah, stuff is dude, insane with the like, Nazi werewolves yeah, and like the like, demons, the whatever they are. Like yeah, on. it's just you yeah. could tell Landis had a lot of ideas that he was just kind of throwing together in there. Yeah. Thinking like I can't believe they're making this movie. I'm going to put everything I can into it and just yep. see what happens. Well, and it's, it's funny because this is 1981. This is really like the yeah. start of like what became the 80s yeah. horror fucking yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Renaissance, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. It would be like if after Todd Phillips directed The Hangover, he went and did like you know an insane body horror fucking comedy. Yeah, he movie, made like you know? Slither. Yeah, like, yeah, something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is like still even like James Gunn. Yeah. Like, yeah, so. which I'm sure will come up in uh, probably our 2000s discussion. Oh, yeah, I, that, that's definitely going to be floating around. Yep, yep. No pun intended. Nice pick with American <laughs> Werewolf in London. We We're off to a really a sterling start a sterling. here. A sterling. Sterling silver. A sterling start. Mm, shotgun start. All right, Andrew, we're <laughs> to you for two, my friend. Uh, so I'm going to go with 1987 Hellraiser. Because uh, I love Pinhead and I love Clive Barker, and he yep. wrote and directed this movie. Yep. And uh, the Xenobites are amazing. I love... Just the grotesque, like in the attic when he's just growing in like oh, being my re- heart, like uh, mm. yeah, yeah, it's just so growing gross. in like this splooge it's on like, the floor, yeah, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. like just like disgusting. Yeah. Did you what did you call it on the episode when we did on Hellraiser? Just he's growing in like schmegma on the yeah, floor, schmegma, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like oh, it's just got so everything. Disgusting. It's got the practical effects. It's got the little S and M. Yeah, it's got the. Kinky Xenobites. movie. I love the Xenobites. They're Kinky the movie for sure. I love wild. the uh, the dad getting the hooks through the face oh, and just yeah. him being like licking his lips. He's like Jesus. Wept. <laughs> it's like wow, dude. It's that's just, hell. There's that some one. Dark. There's some great like oh, yeah. quotable parts. Serious one liners in there. Yeah. Oh, that's one of. The, I love Clive Barker. We have too. such Anything. sights to show you. I want you to know that I purposely left that off my list because I knew you were gonna Thank fucking you. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I even think the stuff that they I was do. Like, I better pick it now if I'm past. Like when um, what's what's the the daughter's name when when she goes um, like essentially into into their world. Christy, like that weird. Christy or yeah. yeah, it's something with a Y at the end. That Christy. weird huge monster that chases her around. Oh, the worm thing. The wor- yeah, I, dude, like, I get so conf- it, I have like this Mandela effect. With the first and the second one? Well, because they start off the second one, like, the end of the first one. Yeah, like, but still, like, I can't remember, like, oh, what parts one? are from which one. Because I always watch them back to back. Yeah. Because yeah. I think they play together. They blend together. So fucking perfectly. good. Yeah. And that's really the only ones I've watched. I watched the third one the, once. And yeah, the, after that, it's like. Yeah, there's a lot of other sequels I haven't watched, which I should. But It's like the Candyman movies, like, after the first one. I've only seen, though, I haven't even seen the new Candyman. That I thought I thought good. that was really. I heard good. it was, it was good. sick. Yeah. I, 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 I got to get on that. Yeah, you got to so. check that out. Um, very much like the original one. A lot of social commentary. I think we can yeah. tell yeah. that's yeah. going to be picked in the nineties. Well, oh, no, for sure. yeah. by you, I'm sure. If I have the first um, pick, it. And so I don't even know if we're going to have Amidables in the nineties. Maybe right? the thousands. Because there's not that many yeah. like. Like oh, the only ones them. we would admit would be the ones that like Cat would pick. Yeah, yeah, probably. So we have to leave those in. We have to leave those in. Um, also, uh, also, we're getting a new Hellraiser movie in 2022. Oh, I know we talked about that before. Good. Uh, directed by David Bruckner, who did The Ritual. He just did. Oh, wow. okay. uh, what else did he do? He's done the VHS movies. He's done a bunch of That's, stuff. He's I'm good. So me and, and Sarah they're doing watched a, VHS uh, recently. She hadn't seen the, the new one or no, the original no, 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 the one. Original one. Have you seen like, Have you seen VHS 94? I've only seen the first one, and okay. I rewatched it. And she hated it so much that we oh, couldn't really? keep going. Yeah. <laughs> See, I love that movie. See, normally yeah. I would well, be against like the, a remake like, of Hellraiser, but... She didn't like the first bit. 
with like the dudes with the chicks. She's like, this is fucking awful. Like, it is, but it, it, she gets her comeuppance in the end for sure. Yeah, but even yeah. then, she was like, this is even worse. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> true. It's definitely <laughs> fucked up, but I, I like it. They are good. All right, so I I could have I could have I, I knew if I if I had if I were a betting man, I would have known that you would have ended up coming out of the draft with Hellraiser. I was hoping it would fall to me, yeah. not fall to me, because obviously mm. those other ones were. Yeah, well worth. Oh, yeah. Picking, there was that. That was definitely one that yeah. I was like, oh, I'm I was like it's going to go in the top yeah. three. I felt like, but all right. So that means that you are picking your second movie, Andrew. Yes, so I'm going to go with. I think it's 1983. Uh, another Cronenberg. Different mm-hmm. in not body horror. The Dead Zone. Oh, right. that's probably my favorite Stephen King More adaptation. Stephen King. Yes, Christopher. I mean, you got Christopher Walken, who's amazing, mm-hmm. and oh. um, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen mm-hmm. as the president. It's just, I mean, what's not to like about that movie? It's an incredible story. It's such a great story. Like, very it's sad. Love, it's a very sad story. Yeah. That this is what becomes, but he uses that for good, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, he takes this horrible situation where he gets in this terrible car accident, ends up in a coma for what five years. Yeah. His time. love of his life is married with a kid. Still gets the banger, so I mean, I guess that's <laughs> finally. I mean, she's like, you never got to do this, but I love that movie so much. It's so good. It's it just so. Fair. It's just such a like. Was that made for TV? It wasn't. No. It was, no. It, it has uh, like the feelings of like a made for TV movie almost. It's an 80s movie. Because it's the eighties. <laughs> yeah. It's a Stephen King movie, but all movies, of his movies have a made for TV feel. Yeah, but that that is, book that's is one insanely the, good. It's, see, I'd have to. I, read. I thought it. I was like, kind of went into it being like, all right, I got to breeze through this because it's not going to be. It's not going to be scary. It's like not necessarily scary, but there's awful, horrific, like parts of the story, mm. and uh, the story itself is. I just got. I was like, wow, this is actually really fucking good. Yeah. So I was like, I was reading a James Patterson novel. I mean, yeah. There's nothing better than like the scenes where he just when, whenever he grabs someone and he just sees what's happening. Yeah. It's like it's just so good. Two, um, two things I think about when I think about the Dead Zone. Uh, the Christopher Walken skit on SNL where he parodied the, the Dead Zone where he like basically was grabbing people and seeing like useless things about their future. I never that? saw that one. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. So good. Um, and then also, hey, remember when they did a, uh, a, TV, a TV... Oh, well, not South Park. Oh, actually, yes, yeah. South Park too. Me, but me, I was like... They did a um, they did a TV series based in the Dead Zone with Anthony Michael Hall. Oh yeah, Hall. dude. That's I was gonna bring like Anthony like, Michael Hall. I actually waited on like him four seasons at the Cheesecake so. Factory yeah. before. That's right. You've told me that. I, I waited on him. What did he order? I cannot remember. That was like twelve years ago. He was kind of weird. He was kind of like didn't want anyone to know it was him. And I'm like, I know this fucking person. And it took me like. 20 minutes and I was like are you I feel like he's not like the most like famous dude in the world no but like you can easily get away with being but this was like I feel like because when was the dead zone like a big show like mid 2000s what was it even USA it was on USA USA. and that was right around that time when he was in there yeah so okay he thought everyone knew that show but I was like oh that's cool he was a regular guy tip 20%, 20%, so. Yeah. He's in the new Halloween, or Halloween. That's Day. right. Yeah, yeah Tommy is. Wallace. Yep. Uh, so, all right, so Stephen King's The Dead Zone is a science fiction drama television series uh, starring Anthony Michael Hall as Johnny Smith. Uh, let's see, first aired in 2002, and it ran for three seasons. Uh, oh, okay. 80 episodes. Wow. That's a lot, that's a lot that's of a episodes. That's a lot of wow. episodes. Three seasons? Yeah, dude. 80 episodes. Yeah, that's not even episodes. that much content in the book. I know. They must have just expanded. Were I've they, never seen they, an episode 15 of 15 minutes long? Yeah. Was it on Adult Jesus. Swim? That, yeah. yeah that, what is this, Rick and Morty? No. Yeah. Nice picks. I like the picks. Right? Nice Fair. picks. Nice. 
So Hellraiser in the dead zone to kick off Andrew's right. 80s And I'm movies. glad because the only two I was worried about getting picked are gone, and now I can just get into the weird ones. All right, there All right, we this go. This is where I have to start really playing on my toes. I'm going to go with uh, 1981, Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead. Mm. Uh, yeah. I had a feeling I mean, this was going to get picked as well. hard not to pick that yeah. one. It's on my leg, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of have to pick it. Otherwise, you uh, I love the leg. Evil Dead so much. I love its goofiness. I love Bruce Campbell. I love the story. I love how chaotic it is. I love that it's the exorcist on fucking steroids. Uh, even the first one, like, you can see the campiness behind the special. It's so fucking cheap. It's so... You know what I mean? The stop motion animation. The stop motion, dude. Like you can see the girl, like uh, when he has his sister, his sister down under the the basement. You can see her hand. She's wearing gloves. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the special effects aren't great, but it's just like the story itself. The sound effects are fucking over the top. Like it's so loud the entire time. Once everything kicks off, it's just so much and just Evil Dead fucking rocks, dude. I can't wait for the new one to come out this year. I would say it's one of the few film series that the movies actually got better as they went on, I think. I mean, well, actually, the second one's probably the best one, but Army Army of Darkness is great. I had a huge discussion with a stranger on Twitter, like, two weeks ago, and I I had said that Evil Dead sets the fucking tone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It has all... It's the original. It has all the fucking things. Evil Dead 2 is fun. And it's really where the story kicks off. Army of Darkness is insane. That movie's out of control. The Evil Dead remake is phenomenal. Awesome movie. Easily one of the best remakes of all time. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. it's got to be number one. And then we have Evil Dead Rise coming out later this year. Yeah. Which um, I just read a synopsis about, and it's looking pretty fucking tight. It sounds so. good to me. And, I... and it's a love note to a 80s horror movie, I think, because it's kind of got the same premise. Nice. Okay, I'm down. I am down. Um, have you ever seen any episodes of Ash vs. Evil yes, Dead? Yes, I watch all of it. Great yeah. show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. I, I, dude, I, I just love Bruce Campbell. <laughs> yeah. And I follow him on like, all social media and stuff. He's, he's awesome. So fucking funny, dude. Just like, the name of his autobiography is called If Chins Could Kill. Like he is the original Crimson Like, it's awesome. It's yeah. so great. Like, he, he's great. And I just think there's something to be said about the spirit of this movie. Like, the, the fact that Sam Raimi made this on such a low budget with, like, his friends. Like, Bruce Campbell was one of his like, friends. we could do this. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Like, so don't We let... just have to sacrifice literally everything. Right. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> so it all up. Basically, yeah. read how sense. Evil Dead was made and then come back to me and tell me that you can't do something. Because um, it's crazy. Was it me and you watching one of those shows that you watch all the time? One like, of the nerdy horror documentary yeah, things Yeah, and it was, like, they developed that camera angle by accident, well, out of necessity, where they put it on, like, two planks. Yeah. And, and just, just ran, ran it, it through the yeah. woods. Ran it through the woods, yeah. and it's, yeah. that's the best part of those. That's, like, the best. So cool. And you just couldn't have like, done it any better. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. Just Like, that crazy sound the whole time. I would say that that sh- those shots of the, the, of the shots. camera rushing through the woods are, like, as iconic as the Steadicam stuff in The Shining. Yeah. Like, as yeah. iconic as, like, some of those No, shots. nothing has done that. Yeah, it's wild. And they so. did it with two pieces of wood yeah. Yeah. Camera and yeah. ran into the woods. Yep. So but that I mean, is my number two. Excellent pick. Phenomenal I mean, I, I, I knew Phenomenal. one of the Evil Dead movies was going to be picked here. All right. So I am going to roll here with a movie that I talked about uh, when we talked about Joe Dante in the 70s, uh, when I talked about Piranha, and I'm going to pick 1981's The Howling. Nice. Oh! Another werewolf movie here. I, I like, love I love going movies. that we're about to go head-to-head on this now. Yeah. So <laughs> I I think that American... That, that's a big debate, right? American Werewolf in London versus The Howling. They both, they both came, came out in 81. the same year. They came out like the same month. 
That's crazy. So Rick Baker did the effects in American Werewolf, and was it Savini who did the howling, or was I it think somebody he else? Did both? He might have. I have. Okay. I am not one hundred percent sure. All right, we can we can look for um, some uh, just just to be certain. But I just um, while I love American Werewolf, it definitely there's comedy in it, so it breaks up the horror. And I think that the howling is a truly scary werewolf movie. I think the werewolf, the werewolves, I should say, are scarier in this. I like the weird. Rob Botine. That's, right. yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I knew that. I, I I feel like I knew that, but I I like that the howling is darker in the sense that there's like a, a serial killer involved in the beginning, and then there's like this weird hippie sex cult. Yeah. That the journalist it's, it's goes a lot more, to. It's a lot more dark. It is a lot more yeah. dark, and I just I I like that movie. And it's a way more like vicious looking animal. I think it's yeah. I think it's a way scarier werewolf. Um, the first scene where I forget the actress's name. When she's in that office, and oh, she's D. Rump- Wallace. D. Wallace, and yeah. she's ru- yeah, she was in Cujo, mm-hmm. right? In a, yeah, okay, she did a bunch of stuff. When she's rummaging through those files in that office, and all of a sudden she turns around, that werewolf is there. Like that scared the absolute ever living shit out of me when I was. The ending there. is incredible. Yeah, it's the so ending, good. It's so so good. that's the one thing that I say. Like I think American Werewolf in London is way better than The Howling. Okay. It's a total movie. I understand. But the ending of The Howling is so fucking rad, dude. Like, yeah. the news broadcast and everything. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is really fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fucked. Dude, it's I can't definitely. even give a bu- I haven't seen The Howling. You haven't seen The Howling? Dude, it's hard to eat. It's not on any. Actually, movie. it's on Amazon. Is it really? I just scrolled through. Andrew, the other you know what? Shutter. You're right. It's, it on, Shutter. it's on Shutter. It's on Shutter. It came on Shutter. Well, it watching. came on Shutter like maybe like four months ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You gotta watch. But it. I, I that was the first time I had seen like, it. Because I was, I was like, like the Howling. I'm like, what is this? Like a generic American werewolf and yeah, London dude. No, it's thing, hard but it's to actually find for a like, long time. Yeah. Let's check that out. There's a handful of movies that you just fucking can't get anywhere, and it sucks. Yeah, that's why I don't want to buy a movie. I don't want to spend three ninety nine. Yeah, I'd rather spend that on like some other dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that this was this was a movie that. So on the poster, if you see it, you can tell it's a movie about werewolves. And Joe Dante was actually pissed off about that because he didn't want people to know going in that it was a movie about werewolves. It was supposed to be like fingers, even though it's called The Howling. The Howling. Yeah. So I mean, you can put put two and two and two together. But yeah, I feel like it just it blends a lot of different story elements and turns it into a very scary werewolf story with scary werewolves. And I think that, you know, werewolves over the years, like vampires, have kind of um, excuse out. my pun, had less teeth, not as scary looking. They've yeah. kind of turned them into cuddly creatures that Oh, you like know, Twilight. Yeah, like yeah. Twilight. But I mean, I, I think and forgive me if any of these movies are on your lists here, I have a feeling probably not, but like I even love like I love all 80s werewolf movies, so I love American Werewolf. I love The Howling. I love fucking Silver Bullet. I, I love uh, Wolfen with Albert mm-hmm. Finney. Like, good movies. I even and like... What's the Jack Nicholson werewolf movie? I'm pretty sure that's 90s, but... Uh, what's it called? Fuck. Wolf? Wolf. Yeah. It's just called Wolf. Yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Isn't Teen Wolf? Teen Wolf with Teen Michael Wolf. J. Fox. Yeah. That's 80s, right? So, yeah. I just think, I love yeah. Fright Night, too. Like, Fright Night's vampire awesome. Movies. Yeah, yeah, that's so. a great movie. Fright Night's out. That's in the 80s, Very, too. very mm-hmm. good. That's not someone's That list. could actually float around. I'm sorry. That's okay. So, hey. Uh, all right. So, that means that I am going to keep rolling here. And I'm going to take one that, that might be on one of your lists. Because I, I, I think I have a couple. No, it's not It's not Fright Night. I'm going to go. Um, so, I, Andrew, you know this. I'm not looking at your list. Believe me. I'm not looking at your list. Because I know you're going to pick these two um, that I have I have a deep-rooted re- uh, deep-rooted fear of clowns. I fucking hate them. Ah, I've always 
always hated clowns. You like Kramer? Uh, I, I yeah. Well, who likes well, who likes clowns? I want to hear from you. They suck. Nobody likes Nobody. clowns. Um, this was a movie that I saw when I was uh, in my early teenage years, and it didn't completely horrify me, but I also really liked it a lot because it's it's. I just think it's the epitome of '80s B movie cheesy, stupid fun. And again, if you don't like this, if you watch this movie and you don't like it, you don't like horror movies. You're not fun. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, Killer clowns from yeah, outer space, well, you guys. It's awesome. I mean, it's an awesome movie. I've seen it a bunch of times uh, over my life, starting young, and I watch it. I feel like every couple of years. We saw it at a drive-in a couple so years ago. Fun. It was a fantastic experience to see that. I feel like it's a movie that is perfectly suited to see at a drive-in. It should or drive-in, drive-through, drive-in. That was COVID. Yeah. Um, it's almost one of those things that's kind of had a resurgence in recent years because they turned it into a haunted house at mm-hmm. Universal Studios a couple of years ago. Dude, um, horror horror is coming the fuck back. Dude. Yeah, as it should. Like, as you it can, never was really like not there, but it is like. Yeah. Oh yeah, I feel like everybody. I feel like being everybody a horror likes fan horror. Is sick. It's right. like everybody right. likes horror. But doesn't want to admit that they like horror. That's what I think. I feel like that time oh, dude, is... Dude, I think right now we're, like, it's, dude... It's fashionable. These, these In Search of Darkness movies came out, and mm. it's just, like, everything's through the fucking roof. Yeah, I also think, too, like, you know, like, you can buy Funko Pops of the Killer Clowns now. It's yeah. fucking... It's crazy. Like, I bet you the, 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 the Kyoto brothers who made those movies would never would have thought that that would have happened. Also, this movie soundtrack, phenomenal. Oh, yeah. And now they're finally talking about making a sequel to this movie that they've wanted to make for, like, over 30 years. Yeah. And it might happen. With all happen. the original producers and shit, too. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I hate clowns, but I love this movie. Um, I, I, I love movies about scary clowns because I hate them so much. But, yeah, I love Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So, that's my oh, next yeah. pick. Yeah. So, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is off the board. And back to you, Mr. Odd All right. I'm going to go with 1980. Uh, it's going to be uh, Ruggiero Diodato's Cannibal Holocaust. Ooh. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> growing up as a teenager watching horror movies, I was seeking out the most extreme fucking things I could find. To watch. And Newbury Comics at the Kingston Mall had a great selection of movies back in the day. And so me and my buddy are standing there and we're looking for horror movies and we just see Cannibal Holocaust. And as when you're 15 years old, you're like, wow, those are two extreme fucking words. <laughs> so we were like, all right, let's see what this is about. And we pull it out and it's got like this like... 17 plus like graphic content warning like the band version un unhinged and we're like all right cool let's buy this we take it home we watch the movie and after it ended he was like all right dude like i think i'm gonna go home <laughs> and like, <laughs> it was kind of it yeah, yeah. and like i i hadn't watched it again and that was when i was 15 years old i watched it in 2020 uh in november because uh, I remember it was right around, it was right after Thanksgiving, right before December started. And I watched it again. I was working overnights, and I got out of work, and like this is like, my, I would work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I'd get out Thursday, Friday morning at 5 a.m. I'd come home. And so I had a few beers, and I watched Cannibal Holocaust front to back, and I was blown away by how incredibly well done the movie was made. And the soundtrack the only thing that sucks about this movie is there's, like, real animal violence in it. Yeah, they actually, like, yeah, and it's like kill animals. It's like a turtle and, like, a monkey and, like, 
a couple other like kind of like small random animals. It's like an armadillo and like I think a tarantula. See, like I and a snake I, and like uh, yeah. Um, so that sucks. Which is like another reason. It's like you don't. It's you know what I mean. It's not my go-to movie every October. Like I like I said, I've owned the movie for fucking almost thirteen years, and I've watched it twice. So, yeah. But other than that, the way the stories portrayed if you want to watch a gritty fucking extreme horror movie because i know people do and the reason people watch movies like this is because they're like i want to see the fucking top tier of like what's the most fucked up thing i can watch and this is definitely one of them so uh that's why it's on my top because it fucking nails it and the soundtrack is gorgeous and it's aside from the fucked up shit dude it's an incredible movie so if you haven't watched it you gotta watch it if you're i was like looking for a big horror guy Mm. what do you have it on i own it you own DVD. it on yeah. DVD. I think it's on Shutter. It is on is Shutter. It on Shutter? You, it's only watchable through like Bill Bob Briggs, oh, like okay. his thing, mm. which is fine. I think he cracks drive. It. I, yeah, honestly, he's, he's I love watching the last Joe drive. Bob. Yeah. yeah. So I don't care for this movie. Um, I know I'm going to sound like a pussy here. Make fun of me if you want, listeners, co-hosts. Yeah, the animal violence turns me off. It is. I it's just, fucked up. It's fucked yeah, up. No, it's, it's understandable. It's um, it's gross. It's abhorrent. And I just, like, I, I, I get it. I understand why people really like it. This type of filmmaking rubbed off on people like Eli Roth. I, I would say, you know, Rob Zombie, like Alex Aja, who directed, like, has directed a lot of stuff recently. I just like the really, really gory stuff. Has never really done it for me. I don't it's, know. T- it's too real. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's, um... They had a... The actors it's, it's had a dis- to get it's summoned disturbing. to court. That's right, because it was, I was going to say, so there was actually... When the movie was released, there was you know discussion that it might actually be a real snuff. Yeah, film. there was speculation yeah. that the actors in the movie were dead. Right, and they had to get they the, were they signed a contract to go kind of like in hiding for a year. Yeah, to leave that kind of thing, and they didn't have any like names in yeah. the movie. Like there was no credits. Yeah, it just kind of is what it is. And see, that's genius. That's it like is. It's very Blair Witch before Blair well done Witch. Market, yeah, you know, like great marketing. And yeah. they had to get summoned to court because they yeah. were like, "Well, prove this. Prove to me these people are alive." By cannibals because <laughs> you wanted to make a movie. Like yeah. that's not fucking okay. Yeah. So it was. It's extremely violent. But I know some of you sick fucks are yeah. gonna watch it. That's true. And uh, you should totally watch it because um, it's, it's it's. And if you're a big horror fan, you got to watch everything. You can't not watch Cannibal Holocaust. It's definitely it's essential viewing for if you're if you're a hardcore horror yeah, fan. It's, it's just it's, it's it do, I've and I've seen it. It's just not my particular. It's taste. harsh. Um, have you seen the Green Inferno? Yes. Okay. What did you think of that? It was okay. Okay. Yeah. So have you seen the Green Inferno? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's Eli just, Roth. It's just gross. It's stupid. Cannibal Holocaust. It's, yeah. it's a stupid story. It's just gross. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it is terrible. Nasty. Yeah. It's that that movie's disgusting too. It's disgusting, and that's the only reason people watch that movie. Right. Because the acting is like you said. Terrible. The so, story's stupid and annoying. Yeah, the, it's just everything about yeah. it's bad, but it's gory and gross. So you're gonna watch it. So. Yeah, that's that's my brutal. Yeah, I'm not the, I, see, I would check that out. I'd feel bad for the animals, but yeah. I'd still watch it. Get it is it is shitty, but I mean, yeah. Hey, it is what it is. But it's either way, the animals are dead. So yeah, it's true. You can still yeah. yeah. I guess you get you can. If you can separate yourself, from, and also from those that animals would be dead now by like because yeah, the, times they, over. yeah, that's that is also <laughs> I mean, one of them is a turtle. <laughs> that dude, that thing might actually still the turtle might still be yeah, also true. Yeah, the turtle very much might still be alive. All right, so cannibal holocaust. I'm sorry to all the animal okay. friends. I love animals. Don't get me wrong. I've oh, never heard an animal, does. but yes, yes. this movie has shitty shit, shitty shit that happens to animals. In yeah. It, so okay, so I'm gonna go way off the board here for my so next my one. Turn? 
isn't it? Wait, do we were we going back uh, this okay. way? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it is back to you. It's me for two. It is you for two. Uh, so I'm gonna go. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. sorry, because I killed. You're good. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, 1986 Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, that was my next <laughs> one, dude. <laughs> sorry. Ever seen that, Mike? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie's fucked. Uh, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah, he's yep. awesome in that movie. Yep. Um, basically, this guy that's released from prison. And I think he goes and lives with his mom or whatever. But he's no, he lives with he lives with his old, his old inmate. inmate and his hers his sister. Yeah, and he basically just like goes around killing people, and then they like videotape with it with that, that guy, and yeah. they like record it, and it's just like really unnerving and unsettling. It's like yeah. it's it's exactly what it says it is. It's a portrait of a serial killer. This it's is based off yeah, a real serial it's, killer. It's very. It has very much uh, Clockwork Orange vibes. Yeah. Also, have you ever seen Bad Lieutenant? Yes. Oh, Port with Nick Nicholas Cage. No, the, the original, original one. one. Oh, I, I've seen uh, the one with, with Nick Cage. Harvey Keitel. I think it's in the original. Yeah, I've yeah, never, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah, seen yeah. that it's, one. It's similar to that, and just it's like it's just like it's very gritty. It's very real. It's very unnerving. It's very unsettling. It makes you feel very uncomfortable, and I think that is pretty much hits every area of what a horror movie is. It's just one of those movies you watch it and you feel awful. All, after you all watch things, it. all things that <laughs> yeah. you love. It is definitely one that you're like, especially with like what '80s horror movies kind of were. When that came out, it was like, I mean, I'd say it like I was fucking alive when it happened, but like looking at like how horror movies were, and then when that came out, how they went after, like it was kind of, it definitely was not a wide release. No, it couldn't have been. Like, very underground, very snuffy. Yep, it's like, like very um, snuffy. It's like Maniac, but in the eighties. It's like I yeah. honestly, I I if you took Last House on the Left and Henry Porter of a Serial Killer, they can hold hands and they can go to the movies together. Yeah, because they're nice very much. Date. Yeah, they're very much the same. Like just gritty, fucking mean. Yeah, in your face. There's, fucking movie. Yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. There's no redeeming value. No, quality it's just to these it's movies. just like it's just, this is violent. Fuck you. Yeah, like yeah. What do you think is a more off-putting movie, The Last House on the Left or Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer? Last House like, on the Left. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, the yeah, 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 the rape, the rape. Yeah, that's. Just, I mean, there's a lot of mean. fucked up shit that happens in this movie too, but it's. Last House on the Left is just like every fucking parent's worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a little yeah. bit different. Not much though. Okay, it's just insane that these are like movies that were made and they. Yeah, their their ultimate this? goal was to be movie. like violence is bad. Yeah. yeah, and the only way to show you how bad violence is is Just by show shoving it down your fucking throat. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it works. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Solid movie. Okay. Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer yeah. off the board. Off the board, and I get one more. One more for Andrew. So I'm gonna go with 1987, The Stepfather. Oh, <laughs> good I pick. Love this movie. Good pick. Terry, Terry O'Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Such a great movie. John Locke. The opening scene to this movie is so good. Like, basically just a family guy that just essentially just decides he wants to do something different, so he just murders his whole family, changes his identity, finds some uh, widow, cozies up to her, falls in love, and then basically just does the same thing over and over again. I think there's like four, three or four of these movies. Can I make a confession to you? You've never seen it. I've never seen Stepfather. Did you see uh, the remake? I have no. I've never seen any. I, stepfather. If you're gonna watch the stepfather, just watch the stepfather, the yeah. original. It's, I, I, I will be honest. I haven't seen. it. I know you admitted that you hadn't it's seen. It's just Howling. one of those. I've never it's seen. It's just this one movie. of. The, well, yeah. I mean, this is a little bit more reasonable to not see, but it's just one of those movies. Like I'll watch. I'll watch it. Like it's batshit crazy. It's yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. And he's Terry O'Quinn's <laughs> amazing in that role. 
Like yeah. he's so good. Like I forget I know, the guy. I know of the movie. I know he is in it, but I don't know much about it beyond it's what just you told me about it. Really good. It's like takes place in Seattle, and he just. It's just amazing that like in the eighties you could just fucking kill your whole family, get a different driver's license, go get another job, and then just move on with your life, and then do the same thing over again, and nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Like wild. Yep. But yeah. You could do that back. Well, then. in that movie, yeah. In that movie, but you also could probably do that. Like in you the might 70s. have been, yeah. Like dude, how many people know. went unnoticed as serial killers back in those times? Like I don't know. Oh yeah, there was probably a lot more. Yeah. So yeah, in that movie you could do that. But like if you had made that movie now and it was taking place and that was the same premise, people would be like, "This is so unrealistic." Like yeah. they would have, they would have definitely figured out that you, you know. Yeah, but hey, because because up. movie, you let you because suspend movie. disbelief yes. for a little bit. But okay. Nothing great about it. Just I just one of those movies I like. Hey, lot. listen, you don't have to defend your selection. We're all here to talk about what movies we like. We all have different tastes, so there's no need to say it's not a great movie. It is. It's a great movie in your mind. It is, and I think we should do it on Father's Day this year. We should do the stepfather. It's not a lie, if you believe it. Quoting George it's Costanza. Quoting George Costanza. I'm surprised yes, you didn't hop on that Seinfeld reference there, my friend. Oh, I knew. Okay, it so the stepfather, and we're back to you, Mr. Odd. All right, so I have my number four. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Stuart Gordon, 1985 Reanimator. Ah, nice. Uh, nice pick. So this is one of my favorite horror movies of all time, and that's recent. I'd say within the last three years, I've really, really come home to this one. Okay. Uh, I watch it frequently. It's definitely like in every, like, four months mm-hmm. I put it on Sarah gets pissed <laughs> she's like I fucking hate this movie <laughs> but now she's used to it but she she can't stand how gory it is it is extremely gory yeah this is like in my opinion top tier 80s maniac sci-fi gore movie yeah yeah and I think it takes so much it's so much fun there's so much fucking insane shit that happens in it I'm definitely getting a tattoo on my left leg That'd be sick. that has to do with reanimator I just don't know what yet it's really hard. There's a lot of really fucked up images in it. Yeah. Um, but I love this movie so much. It's a lot of fun. If you haven't seen it, it's about a guy, a nerdy fucking scientist, who uh, develops a serum that brings uh, dead beings back to life. They're not the same. So uh, it's a tale as old as time. Yep. That's a Lovecraft, right? Or like yeah, it is. Like, like, so I was gonna say, yeah. have you seen that? One of yeah, same guy, same guy. Yeah, Lovecraft, yeah. yeah, Stuart Gordon, same actors yeah, too. Same actors. Is, uh, is it like a re? Is that so? Which one came? Did they? So they like uh, from Beyond, I think was like eighty six or eighty seven. Okay, right after, but it's still Barbara Frampton and uh, yeah, I forget the fucking Herbert West's. Oh, uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Don Coscarelli was the director. What's the guy? No, 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 that's no, Phantasm. No, no, not Phantasm. Uh, yeah. Stuart Gordon was the director. Yeah. What's the guy's fucking name? He's in uh, Jeffrey something. I think it's could be Jeff. Hold on. We can. We have. We have the. We have the. Starts with a. We have the Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, that's right. Yes, I knew it was a Jeffrey. I knew yeah. it was a Jeffrey. Oh, definitely a Jeffrey. Yeah, cousin so Jeffrey, him Jerry, Barbara Frampton, flip flopped. Uh, kind of their roles between Reanimator and. Uh, from beyond because in reanimator he's the mad scientist she's the damsel in distress and then in from beyond he's kind of like the suffering patient and she's the one that gets sucked into this like create that movie's fucking out of control too by the way yeah. from beyond yeah. well he's like using the pineal gland to go into like another dimension yeah dude and like <laughs> barbara frampton was a fucking babe <laughs> back in the 80s she uh, loved getting naked yeah, so that was, was cool but yeah. uh fucking reanimator man 
It's a great movie. Easily one of the best horror movies ever made. And I would say it's it's a great movie. H.P. Lovecraft is hard to adapt into movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of his stories, um, I feel like he is starting to have a little bit of a resurgence now. But you really, I mean, aside well, from you, those like two Lovecraft movies, Country got like squashed. Love, yeah, right. And then what do we? I mean, obviously, and they did radical things to change the yeah. lore behind it's hard. it. Yeah. I mean, but like, so the, I think probably the most famous one recently was like Color Out of Space with Nick Cage. Did you guys yeah, see I that? Didn't like that movie. Yeah, I didn't and really also like it either. Um, That's underwater. a Lovecraft story. So Underwater has maybe. a very Lovecraftian twist at the end. It, not maybe it Cthulhu. is uh, Cthulhu at the end of it. Do you see Underwater? No. With Kristen Stewart. No. Well, we just spoiled the ending for you, but That's it's okay. fucking I, uh, great. I. Well, Beautiful, beautiful little ninety-minute balls to the wall underwater creature feature. I, I, it kind of went in one ear and one like yep. right out the other. So I'll, honestly, I'll watch it's it. like uh, I just don't like Kristen Stewart. I can't handle her. Honestly, she's actually not bad. Her mouth breathing. She's actually she's, pretty good. She's, she's so yeah. I Andrew actually thought her. she was kind of hot in this movie. I so she, she she's like hair, picture so. her yeah. picture Kristen Stewart as Ripley from Alien, and that's this movie essentially. It's okay. it's Kristen Stewart as Ripley, in Alien underwater. Yeah. Okay. That's and she it. actually does a pretty good job with it. She's not annoying throughout the movie. As no. annoying. And, like, literally there is yeah. zero, yeah. zero fat on this movie. It kicks into yeah, gear, high gear in the time. first, like, 90 seconds of the movie, and it doesn't stop until it's over an hour and 20 minutes later. That's pretty cool. So it, it is, it's a movie with a solid story. That was, like, the just, last movie it we ends. saw before like the, COVID, the and then it was, like, yeah. years. Right? And we that was the only movie I've ever seen at the Wareham Movie Theater, which is now closed. Really? Wareham Movie yes. Theater, I saw Jackass 3D. Did you really? Mm-hmm. We saw that. Uh, I like that movie theater. I, saw I think it's pretty good. In, in well, Kingston. It doesn't exist anymore, but it was pretty good. But yeah, I, I heard the Wareham movie theater closed. Yeah. I, I think it did, but I don't know. So yeah, that's that's my number four pick is Reanimator. Solid. Awesome. I Reanimator. fucking love nice, that movie, dude. Nice, I swear to nice, God, I love nice it so much. Pick. It's the best. It's so yeah. weird. So, so I'm gross. I'm torn between three movies here. So I'm going to go with the one that I know that neither one of you are going to pick, and it's a total me movie. So I I'm going to talk about it. Well, these are your last picks. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So I have two. So I have to really make some decisions here. But the one I know I'm definitely going to pick is a movie from 1987. Uh, that while not one of the more horrifying movies of the decade, not even one of the more gory movies of the decade, it is a fun movie that uh, is kind of like if you take Goonies and you mix them with the Universal classic monsters. And it is written by, what's the guy's name? Shane Black, who was in Predator. He wrote Iron Man 3. He wrote The Nice Guys. Uh, he wrote and directed the new Predator movie that came out a couple of years ago. And that's The Monster Squad. Okay. And I fucking love this movie. It's great. Have you guys seen The Monster Squad? It's like the kids hanging It's out like that like nice, like, yes. kind of yeah. like, it's, it's like super PG-13 vibes. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's essentially, basically, it's a group of, like, you know, teenage kids that love horror. And they hang out in a treehouse. And it... For some, I forget the exact reason, but like versions of Frankenstein, Dracula, the Wolfman, the creature from the Black Lagoon, and the Mummy all come to their small little Midwest town and start wreaking havoc. And they basically are the only ones that believe that these creatures are here and they have to kind of save the day. Mm -hmm. So it's a goofy concept, but it's kind of like if you take the Goonies and mix it with Gremlins and mix it with the Universal Classic Monsters and turn it into a movie. The Spookies? Yeah. Okay. It's cheesy, but it's like, it's Monster Squad if it was scary. Okay. All right. So that, it sounds like I would really dig that a lot. But yeah, Monster Squad, I just think it's a fun, it's, it's, it's a fun movie. And if you're a fan of like you know the like the I guess the the OG monsters like Frankenstein, Dracula, etc., it's a cool way that they interpret them. They actually kind of make them a little scary. Like I think that's probably 
the best design they've ever had for for Gilman, the creature yeah. from the Black Lagoon. It's just a cool movie, and it's like I it's, even it's like fun. It's a fun movie to watch around Halloween. Black Lagoon, so. dude. I love that movie. Of all the like original monster movies, besides like Lon Chaney Jr. is the Wolfman. Like the creature from the Black Lagoon is fucking incredible. Even being like from that time period, time, yeah. yeah. For what it, I mean, it's literally it's just a guy in a suit swimming <laughs> underwater. The fact they were able to film underwater when that movie suffering. came out is is, yeah. is it insane? It's it's wild. It's yeah. wild. Yeah. So I'm gonna go wild there, and I'm gonna say Monster Squad from uh, the nice. Year of Our Lord, like 1987, it. is my fourth pick of five here. And uh, this, I am uh, I am really torn here because I have two movies that we've already. Hold talked on. Do about you still have podcast. your fifth pick? I have my fifth pick. No one. Do you want to do any honorable mentions before you? Uh, because I want to do some honorable mentions. Sure. Why don't you start? I have a couple, but you, you can go first. Well, what if he picks? What if he? Oh, yeah, oh, oh actually, yeah. So my my honorable mention. Oh, okay. Now I see what you're saying. <laughs> so I guess for honorable mentions, uh, I had. I'm not gonna. I mean, these are kind of movies though that Still I feel like, like they're they're. Um, but what if we pick those too? Should we wait to do the honorable mentions to the very end? Fright Fright Night was one that you brought up. Yeah. That I thought okay. I thought that movie. I, I love that movie. Um, I feel like this one I almost am going to pick, but I'm not going to in case one of you two are. Uh, they Live is one of my favorite Carpenter That's movies. Movie. I love that movie. I also love Prince of Darkness. I mean, we talked about Cronenberg, but Scanners, I really like a lot. That movie's great. And, um, oh, goodness. I am going to say also a shout-out to the most un... Uh, basically the movie that dared to take the biggest chance out of any sequel ever made, and that's Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yes. So um, I have to give that, that movie an so absolute much. shout out. We talked about that. We did talk about it on the podcast, so, so I can't That's pick it. My favorite Halloween. That would have been on my uh, shout outs as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I, I have to. I, I just love this movie so much. We've talked. It's popular. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but I have to pick Creep Show. I just love Creep oh, Show so fucking that was much. My pick. I absolutely <laughs> love anthology horror so much. I love old school horror comics i love the different stories i love the silly cheesiness of it i love the monster i love monster horror like everything about this this movie stephen king george romero everything about it i just love i love that it's turned into a tv show a tv show which is great yeah i love that now they're re-releasing editions of comics like this that i've bought like it's just I feel like the fact that it is now now as a TV show, there's a, more of an appreciation for the original movies. The first one's obviously a classic. Um, the second one might have the best segment out it of does. all the movies. The raft, raft. Yeah. yeah, easily um, the best segment. And then Tales from the Dark Side, the movie was supposed to be Creepshow Three. One good segment, I think. But uh, it, it's just an awesome movie, and Great monster. I love. I mean, the Crate Monster, I think, is one of my favorite. Fluffy oh, is one I of love, my favorite. I love Isaac. the one with uh, Leslie Nielsen. That one's great. Yeah, yeah. Creeping when up on you. And Ted, Ted Danson. Danson. Yeah. So Ted good. Danson. We didn't get the Ted da- the Ted Danson plane, Andrew. No, nope, we didn't. Nope. So yeah, I just love Creep Show so much. Um, is I that your I, is that your last pick or is that your? That's my last pick. That's my five. You go. Okay, so Creep Show is your big pick. Is Creep Show? Sorry, if I didn't make that clear, I did have a good number of honorable mentions, but Creep Show is my actual. I'm going so off. Far off the board, it's not even the right decade. So, all right, I have a couple honorable <laughs> mentions for sure. <laughs> yes, let's hear them. What do so, we got? So, I'm gonna pick Night of the Demons, 1988 by Kevin Tenney. It's the one when uh, all the, the kids. Movie theater? Huh? Is that the one we were in the movie theater? No. <laughs> um, What's that one? Uh, demons. Oh, just demons. <laughs> that's just demons. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, Lamberto Bava. Okay. Great movie. Um, that's actually on my list. But uh, 
Night of the Demons, it's a birthday party uh, at a house. They get possessed by demons. It goes fucking nuts. Okay. Wicked fun. Wicked fucking chaotic. When I was a little kid, the movie, uh, the VHS cover scared the fucking shit out of me. Uh, William Lustig, 1980, Maniac. Mm, Crazy fucking movie, dude. I didn't realize that Maniac was 1980. I thought it was 70s. Tom Savini's head getting blown up in the car with the shotgun blast. Can't beat it. Unbelievable fucking special effects. Yeah. That's a um, nasty shot even to this day, too. Like, it still holds up. That's like that's, oh, a, yeah. gross, that's a gross head explosion. <laughs> uh, listen to this name. Damiano Damiani, 1982, Amityville 2, The Possession. Ooh. I think that this movie's better than the first one. Okay. And it is fucking insane. Never it's seen it. It's so fucking scary, dude. Never seen it. Yeah, it's wicked scary. Okay. Uh, it's wicked fucking creepy, really disturbing story. It plays like a prequel to the first one. And I remember growing up being, like, in middle school and always keeping AMC Fear Fest on my TV when I was going to bed. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and this would be on. And I'd be like, oh, man, this is heavy. I'm I'm awake for the rest of the night now, yeah. And then for one more uh, deep cut, I'm going to do The City of the Living Dead 1980 by Lucio Fulci. Fulci, okay. Uh, Italian horror, fantastic gore. I don't have... There's no plot. (laughs) I mean, I can't really get into it. His movies kind of were just, like, excuses to just make scenes with gore. Yeah. Um, Fulci did zombie, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, all right, so my number one pick for the 1980s, uh, I'm going to have to go with... Pet Cemetery, 1989, Mary Lambert. Wow. Very nice. I was not uh, expecting that. This was, uh, growing up, the scariest movie I had seen. Uh, Zelda. Goddamn. The scenes of Zelda are fucking terrifying. The book is so fucking horrifying. And so upsetting, dude. It's a it's a it's a tough read. It's really fucking hard to read about him digging up a two-year-old. Yeah. Mm. And, uh... It's fucking just miserable, but the movie itself is so creepy. And the more I, the more times, every time I watch it, it's scary and scary and scarier. Yeah. Because the thought of like burying someone that you know and love and and hopes that they come back, it's just so fucking insane. It's yeah. batshit fucking it's crazy. Fucked. Yeah. And then the fact that they come back evil, it's just that movie is so fucking out of control. Uh, that's yeah, that's got to be one of the scariest fucking movies I've ever seen in my life. I love it. I was not expecting that at all. I wasn't yeah. either, but that's a good pick. Mm, very good A lot pick. of Stephen King picks. Yeah. I, I, I mean, we had. I mean, mean, 70s King movies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how can yeah. not? Yeah. Nobody's going to pick Maximum Overdrive or Firestarter Thought or about Cujo. It. Thought or... about it. No. Yeah. I picked one. You picked one, and then I picked. Uh, you picked well, one in the seventies. Well, you picked Salem. Carrying Creep Show. Salem's Lot. Yeah. So at least five. Four. Dead Zone. Dead Zone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then... Dead Cemetery. Cemetery. So yeah. Four at least, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Pretty, pretty good. Good representation for Mr. King. Excellent. Okay. It's me. We on to you. Ready? Yeah, we're on to you. Uh, Did you have any honorable mentions here? Um, well, Predator, obviously. I really feel like that, that, that one was And then on um, the last horror film with Joe Spinell. Have you seen that? No. Uh, so, Joe Spinell from Maniac is... Basically stalking this his like celebrity crush, in I think she's in France. He traveled all the way from like America, basically, 
and he's filming her the whole time like just basically stalking her and filming her and it's like the last horror film and it's like him just trying to confess his love to her and then yeah. ends up like losing it's his like shit Tom yeah it's yeah. one of those fucked up like anything Joe Spinell's in yeah. is really good yeah they both him and William Lust they just fucking just do destroyed some, yeah. their careers with that movie yeah did they really yeah oh yeah that it was so just just like the critics were like this is fucking smut who are like, these it, who are these weirdos yeah, yeah. it was I, I mean, Maniac I thought, is such an, like, just an over-the-top, that like, movie's ridiculous. Born, that movie's like, violent, he's putting the, like, movie. hair on the Misogynistic, <laughs> yeah. It's so yeah. It's oh, not, my God, yeah. yeah. They're just, like... Yeah. It's wild stuff. All right. Um, All right. So, I, I was technically... Gonna say, I, 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 have, I have two honorable mentions that I Oh, you can, you're not going to pick I, it. You can pick them. Go ahead. Are you sure? I, I 100% am sure that you're not going to pick this movie. Um, I don't even know if this movie qualifies. Is it Butcher Baker two, Nightmare Maker? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, there's an honorable mention. Yeah, there you go. Butcher, Butcher Baker, Baker Nightmare, Nightmare Maker. Maker. Yeah. Watch it. Say that five times say. fast. <laughs> 1981. Um, uh, two, two eight movies from the 80s about uh, gelatinous things that take over the world. Uh, the Blob remake, which the is stuff. fucking fantastic, and The Stuff. I have The Stuff on The Stuff's yeah, an awesome stuff's movie. Good movie. So too. weird, You though. know what's wicked what's, funny? Yeah. I've said this on this podcast before, is that because I think it was like a preamble to what we were talking about, and I had mentioned I watched The Stuff. The first 90 seconds of that movie, <laughs> yeah, like you did, the dude yeah. sees this stuff oh. coming out of the ground. He's like, what is this? And this. he just immediately <laughs> doesn't look at it, smell it, anything. Like, with one swift motion, scoops it up and fucking puts it in his mouth, dude. That's some good like, stuff. Yep. Look, that's their first like, wow, inclination. That great. I'm just going to eat this shit. <laughs> this goo. So you said, <laughs> what the hell? I'm just going to eat some trash. Out of the ground, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, gonna eat what this a fucking idiot. Shit. Yeah. Wild. That movie's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh god. I'm glad we. I'm glad we talked about What's that. that, that Shut. <laughs> Shut is fantastic. Shut's yeah, a good dude. movie too. That's a, that movie gets shout, uh, shouted out in the beginning of uh fucking what's it uh, us. us. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. got two uh two fucking homies from Home Alone in it. The Shun? dad and Mark. I haven't seen oh really? Shun in years. Yeah. I could. I couldn't even tell. That's insane. I watched it like a couple weeks ago. Nice. <laughs> It's a sick movie, dude. It's great. Same with humanoids. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Humanoids from the deep Mm -hmm. is another crazy one. Okay. Humanoids from the deep, Mm -hmm. baby. (laughs) Was that going to be your pick? No. All right. What is it? Don't leave us in suspense any longer, Andrew. Technically, this movie was not released in the eighties. It was released in two thousand twenty-one. Oh God! Here we go. I knew. But it was filmed, directed, and meant to be released in nineteen eighty-three. Oh, is this amusement park? It's Grizzly Two: The Revenge. And the only reason this is on my list is not because it's a good movie. It is probably the worst movie I've ever watched. Is this your in my honorable entire... mention? No, this is my pick. Okay. Because you have to watch this movie strictly for the fact that this movie is so bad. So it has um, Charlie Sheen, George Clooney, and Laura Dern in the first 10 minutes of this movie. They, that's the only part that they're in this movie. These three phenomenal actors who are unknown. They probably don't even know that they're in it. And they probably don't even this movie. <laughs> and then it's a. Grizzly bear getting its revenge on poachers after its cub gets shot in the most ridiculous scene. And, like, I don't even know what the special effects were for this movie, but it is so cheesy. And then, basically, the grizzly bear just goes on a killing spree, ends up at some concert in Hungary. Like, I think it's filmed in Hungary. It's, in this, like, just causing chaos. And it's basically just cuts from, like, scenes where the bear is chasing people to... Ten dead, minutes. Dead people. No, no. Ten <laughs> minutes of a concert in some language that you don't even in like a German concert of music. He's not exaggerating. And then it comes back. Right. And then it goes back to them chasing. 
And then there's a concert again. I'm like, what am I watching? That's, also, that's it's probably Euro- the most. Yeah, that's called the Euro Trash. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the most ridiculous movie I've ever watched. <laughs> that's a real also, subgenre yeah. of horror movies. Is that's Euro an trash. actual. If you yeah. if you were going to get into this, I don't mean to step on your toes here, but the fact that he said it was it was made in the '80s, but released recently on Shutter, they actually splice into the concert footage from Hungary, the New old footage. concert that they filmed when they made the movie. Yeah, intercut with like. A crowd. Literally a crowd from in now. a concert from like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who took oh, the time? Like, It's so jarring, time? it's outrageous. It's, it like, honestly is the most outrageous thing I've ever seen. Like, what is this? Like, like the quality instantly just yeah. is yeah, you're incredible. Like, yes. Three you're like, seconds. Like, what show are you at now? Where am I? Yeah. What is going on? And like, one of the guys, he's like a, uh, he's he's like. <laughs> Can't believe you picked this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's like a French, like he's it. like a tracker and he's French. But he just decided at some point that he was going to become a, a Native American or, and just, like, talk like a Native American and act like one, even though he's not. It's just – and he's actually, like, a famous actor. John Riz Davis or uh, – John like, Reese Davis? John Reese Davis. Is that the guy? John Reese Davies? I, he's uh, been in you, – you know him if you've seen him. Yeah. And it's just, like, the whole movie is just – what the – it's just one giant clusterfuck. And I literally put it on to fall asleep. Like, before I went to bed, I was like, I was going to throw this stupid movie on. Couldn't fall asleep because I would lay my head down and I would just hear, like, concerts playing. And then I'd be like, what is going on? Then I'd, like, start watching it and I'm like, I can't stop watching this horrible movie because yeah. it was so bad that you have to watch it. <laughs> so that's why that movie's on this list. So John Rhys-Davies is best known for portraying Gimli in the Lord of the Rings trilogy and Sala in the Indiana Jones films. Yeah, that's what I remember from mm-hmm. the Indiana Jones movies. Yep. Yeah, if you haven't seen it and you have an hour and a half to just literally burn then watch this movie. When you put this on for me, it was one of the funniest things I've seen like recently. I, I yeah. Because I feel like Take when I was telling you, watch that I feel movie. like when I was yeah. telling you about and, this movie, you didn't and, believe then report back. that I was being like, like my timestamps were wrong. Like, no, it's literally like three minutes of a What is it called? Grizzly 2, The Revenge. Oh, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. I've never seen the first one. Yeah. <laughs> I've just seen this one. <laughs> I had no intention of even watching You've this You've never movie. seen the movie that led to the revenge. Yeah. I feel like I should it watch the Grizzly, right? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. The first thing when the, the cub gets shot, it's like, oh, it's like the cheesiest thing I've ever done. I'm like, what is going on? Some poor bear just gets some muppet. Pretty much. Oh, boy. Uh, so Grizzly 2 Revenge is Mr. Irrelevant from this uh, this version of the draft. Yeah, 100% Irrelevant. Okay, perfect. All right, so let's do what we did before. We're just going to run over the circle here and go through the movies that we picked. So I'll start here. I have on my list of five, I have The Fly from 1986. I have The Howling from 1981. Killer Clowns from Outer Space from 1988. Creepshow from 1982 and Monster Squad from 1987. What about you, Mr. Audette? Okay, I have An American Werewolf in London from 1981. I also have The Evil Dead from 1981. I have Cannibal Holocaust from 1980. I have Reanimator from 1985. And I have Pet Cemetery from 1989. You got the whole decade covered. Look at that. Look at that. A lot of early 80s, though. Yeah, a lot of early 80s. Good. Good list, though. Andrew, like it. what is yours? Uh, I have Hellraiser from 1987. Then I have The Dead Zone, which I think, 83? Is that what I said? Yeah. I think so. 83. Yep. Then uh, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, which was 86. The Stepfather, which was also 1987. And then <laughs> Grizzly 2, The Revenge, which is either 1983 or 2020. <laughs> Depending However on how you want to look at it. Look at it. Yes. There you go. Well, 
Good talk tonight, boys. Good yeah. lists. We talked one. about a lot of fucking movies, huh? Yeah. We talked about what, what we th- 30. What do we think about this little uh, this little exercise on this first episode? I loved it. I love episode. it. I can't okay. wait for the next one. Yeah, yeah, the next one will be fun. Maybe for the next episode we'll do three each since we're going to have Cat too, yeah. just for in terms of brevity. Um, but yeah, I think this was awesome. I like talking. We talked about a lot of different movies, a lot of different topics. This was fun. This is good shit. So I'm excited to do this again next week. Oh, yeah. it's going to be a blast. All right, guys. Any final thoughts before we uh, we declare the winner of this draft and move on with our lives? Um, I got nothing. All right. I've said all I can say. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Matt, thank you for coming on, my friend. Absolutely. It has Thanks been a pleasure me. as always, and we look forward to having you back again next week mm-hmm. where we talk about 90s and 2000s horror. Yeah, I'll Should have to do a little more homework on my 90s stuff. Yeah, I see. Kat's going to be... Cat's going to be so psyched for that one. There's some deep cuts like two, in there. 2000s so. I have to think about a lot. 2000s I definitely I've have. I've got two I already ready like to rip. That and I know. unfortunately, I'm going to try to, um, what I'm going to try to do is avoid remakes as much as I can. So I guess before we sign off here, like what would you consider like to be, because I know we're not talking about as many classic films from the 90s. Like, what would you consider to be untouchable 90s Silence films? Silence of the Lambs, probably. Like Blair, Blair Witch seven, Project. What do you mean? Like movies that would be omitted? Like, mo- yeah, omitted like we did with the 70s and the oh, 70s. Yeah, like Scream. Blair Witch Project, uh, probably like I know what you did last summer. Sure. Um, Would you um, do Seven? No. Which I honestly I fucking hate that movie. Yeah, I just like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Those yeah, movies. Seven. I don't. I mean, Seven. Honestly, no. Uh, might be my favorite movie of the nineties. That's a great movie. But it, I think that's... Seven's fair game. Silence yeah. of the Lambs. Fair Silence game? of the Lambs. I mean, I would call fair game. It's really just like. I mean, I guess like so. There's you can't such say a limited you can't amount. Say no, I won't. I'm gonna let Cat fucking have her day with Scream. <laughs> uh, she she I has think we to can talk get about away Scream. With not doing it a myth for the '90s. Yeah, I mean, there's not really. A, there's nothing that really like jumps to guy. Like, I love like Jacob's Ladder. So I mean, you That's got like, like okay. So Horizon, let's just let's just run so through so like a quick Horizon. quick Google search brings up Event uh, Horizon is actually an awesome movie. So like like popular horror movies. Black Six the Sixth Sense. I mean, that was a popular movie. We're gonna have to do some deep dives. Boys. Yeah, honestly, not a great decade. We're for actually our... gonna have to do some homework. Yeah, so, this is I, be see, I got my two. I already got two down. I already have two as well. I have some deep cuts. So dude, Army Army so. of Darkness was the '90s, actually. Yep. Yep. So that's one. What uh, I know, nobody's gonna pick. The second I do one, too. Maybe. And I know Misery. No pick it because no one fucking likes it. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Misery. That that's easy. another one. I mean. Mm. Oh, Tremors? Yeah, that's actually maybe Mike, one you're just blowing it. I guess I'm just... Well, hey, we won't We won't remember this next week. You're supposed to tease, not just name them Yeah, that's all right. So, wait, well, wait. This is, it's a pre-discussion. It's all right. We're just wetting everybody's appetite for next week. All right? Don't bust my balls here. Keep your pre coming, you people. A lot of sequels. A lot of sequels. A lot of sequels. All right, folks. Well, if you uh, have, if you're interested in more of what we have to say, here's where you can find us online. You can find us first on our website, which is America. Uh, excuse me, ahpod.com. It's a h h p o d.com. We're also on YouTube and Facebook. Just search for America's Hometown Horror, and you will find us. We're on Twitter at Hometown Horror, and we're on Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. And shit, you could even shoot us an email at, home, at Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com, and you can listen to our show. Wherever you're listening to us right now, but we're everywhere. Spotify, iTunes, whatever. All that stuff. So yeah, that's been uh, another episode of America's Hometown. How are you guys? Thanks again to our buddy Matt for joining us, and we look forward to having you back again next week, my friend. It was a lot of fun. Excellent. And say goodbye to your listeners. Later. Uh, Good evening. Uh, Way to go. Not everybody all at once. And bye.
Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror, and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show, because of course, we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's Hometown Horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.